Comcast Business gives you more for your small business with our new gig speed Wi-Fi plus unlimited data. Ask how to get up to a $750 prepaid card with a qualifying bundle. Ends 12-4-2022. Restrictions apply. Requires new gigabit extra bundle with two-year agreement. Hi, welcome to Office Chats, a podcast presented by Madam Blue. I'm Valeria and I'll be hosting this series. Each episode will have a special guest who will share their story of success as well as their career advice and industry insight. Our first guest is Brandy Blocker. Brandy is the founder of La Pierre Cosmetics, a nail polish brand with a great story and purpose. I first got to know Brandy in October of 2018 when I interviewed her for Madam Blue. So today I'm going to get to know a little bit more about her perspective on working in the beauty industry. So I would love to get started by you sharing the story of how you got started in the beauty industry and launched LaPierre Cosmetics. Yeah, my mom was diagnosed with lung cancer in 2013. And uh, like nail polish was like some of the things that we did like as a kid, you know, like she would, I would polish her nails and back and forth. And as I got older, we would go to like the nail salon and get many petties. And it was just like always a source of like bonding time for my mom and I. And when she was diagnosed with cancer, she moved with me and um, I just wanted to kind of like to do something special. So I thought about how could I leave a legacy for her and um, like in her name or something that she I thought she would be proud of. So in that time, I was I was polishing her nails, but the scent from regular nail polish um, was made her nauseous along with chemotherapy. It just didn't agree with her system. Her skin was kind of like damaged from chemotherapy and the treatments. Um, and it just didn't agree. I couldn't use acetone or certain products on her. And then I thought that was very interesting because I wasn't knowledgeable or educated about toxins to that magnitude, especially with cosmetics. And I thought about creating a brand that cancer patients and caregivers could use because I couldn't use those products as well because the, felt, the smell was very offensive to her. So that's actually how it started. And I pitched the idea to her. She absolutely loved it. And she lived to wear two of my first my first two collections and she absolutely loved it so she was able to wear it without any problems or issues and that's how LaPierre got started (laughs) yeah that's amazing so actually part of what drew me to your brand was the fact not only the story but also the fact that you support the Livestrong Foundation and um, obviously helping those in the cancer community address unmet needs and whatnot and you mentioned in our first interview that one of your goals um, for your brand is to become a sponsor for several nonprofits. Yes. And so I was wondering if this is something that you still prioritize. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I still, um, I don't put it on social media, but I still support a few nonprofit organizations, not only with like just donating products to them so they can use. I've donated products to individual artists who actually have uh, put out, um, there's one who's in Seattle who she like volunteered to do this lady's nails for free who had cancer and I sent products to her. I'm definitely into supporting people in the cancer community because there's a lot of things that I've experienced as a caregiver with my mom that happen, like they stop working. So a lot of, you know, there's no income, the insurance is the fact. There's a lot of things that become what, oh, that's no longer a part of normal life. They become abnormal. You can't go get a mani-pedi. You know, you're exposed to so many things and people and germs. Um, so there's a lot of things that shift and I wanted to be able to provide some normalcy in whoever's like life I can impact in the way that I can. Um, that there's some sense of normalcy and they can still have like really cute nails while, you know, while they're sick or have that normal part 
of life still with them. Um, when my mom was sick, um, I polished her nails, and I remember it was like 10 seconds she looked at her nails and she smiled, and that feeling is what I always think about. Like, if I, ten, for 10 seconds, took her mind off of her ailment and not feeling well um, and the decline in her health, then it was all worth it. Yeah, and I think that's what's so amazing about your story and your brand and why I wanted to kind of share it on a different platform was because I feel like there's not a lot of um, brands, especially in the beauty industry, that kind of support nonprofits and are more mm-hmm. than just like a social media frenzy kind of yeah. kind of brand. So was working in the beauty industry something you always wanted to do eventually? I know it started from your mom's experience, mm-hmm. but did you imagine this... Um, before absolutely not i never thought that i would be working in the beauty industry and believe it or not like i'm not the makeup girl or like this you know like i've always had like a bunch of nail polishes but i didn't really consider that as like you know a super cosmetic thing and i'm not like super girly or anything so i never imagined myself being in the beauty industry or um, working in the beauty industry to this magnitude so it's a complete shocker to me too so it's literally like a kiss it's like a love hate thing like mm-hmm. it was birthed out of um, such love, but it was also birthed from a painful place of losing my mom as well. Um, so it's just a mixture of both. As someone who's kind of started their business, maybe in like an unconventional way, what are some mm-hmm. uh, words of advice or insight you can give to others looking to either start their brands or venture into working for another business? Oh, good question. Um, I think aligning yourself with people who are really, really, really truly willing to help you to move your business forward um, is like key. Like having that, you know, a positive people, great energy, um, encouraging people around you is definitely vital. Um, my mom was like my greatest fan. Like I literally could be like, mom, I'm going to build another planet Earth. And she would be like, yes, you <laughs> definitely can do it. Like, you can do anything you put your mind to. So she would like gas me up to, think that, that. I mean, to make me believe that I could do absolutely anything. So that's just for me, that's very critical. I think any individual who is interested in whatever uh, venture that they are interested in moving forward, just making sure they just really, really make themselves knowledgeable about what it is that they're trying to do. Like for me, the beauty industry, a lot of stuff that I learned learned along the way is like even about chemicals. I don't have to be a chemist, but I'm like, hmm, I know formaldehyde. Formaldehyde is not something I should be putting on my body or in my body. So just learning like really what you want for yourself and what you want for your customers um, and what your overall objectives are, and then everything else will fall into place. Like your design, if you clearly want to pour yourself into a product, is definitely possible. You mentioned having a strong team is something that was important. Um, mm-hmm. What was one, maybe one of the biggest challenges for you in creating your team and from launching to where you are now? Honestly, well, one of the biggest challenges is to get quality to match a small business budget. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times, like small businesses, like the quality of the images or quality of like website it has to do with the budget. Like if you can't afford to hire people who um, can give you the quality, then you're kind of at a disadvantage. And I'm super blessed. Like God blessed me with a team of people who, I mean, I have worked with major, 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 I mean, major brands, like way bigger than I am, um, who have been willing to work with small businesses like myself because that was their passion to help people. Right. Um, kind of like what I do like on the back end. So because they were passionate about small businesses and love to see minority women-owned businesses move forward, they work within my budget. 
So, I mean, it's literally, it's almost like when you do good, you reap what you sow. So continuously trying to do good and help other people who may not be uh, reached kind of like the platform that I have, which is not really big, but, um, you know, a couple of years in that I can help them kind of get to where I am now and then keep moving it forward. Yeah. So kind of a paying it forward kind of thing. Yes, that's beautiful. You mentioned you're working with bigger designers. And so I know you had a great experience at New York Fashion Week. Can you tell me a little bit about... Um, what that was like working with a bunch of different designers and getting your looks on the runway. So that was literally probably one of the amazing things that I've done so far. Um, aside from like seriously sponsoring like Live Strong, that has to be like a mad, like right underneath that would be yeah. a fashion week. Um, again, I, I've never, uh, it's like two years when I first started LaPierre, it was um, 2015 and I actually saw um, other nail designers and stuff like that post their things about fashion week and I actually really seriously all transparency I prayed I was like God I, I want to do that and literally I had a designer from LA reach out to me the following year and was like I saw your brand solely based on Instagram he was like I love your vibe I just want to work with you and that one artist introduced me to fashion week and it, it the relationships just grew um and that's where kind of for me I value like integrity and character and like those things, like people honestly value, I guess, the part that I contribute. Mm-hmm. And I hired some bomb artists who freaking nailed it. And there it goes. Um, you mentioned the designer found you through Instagram. I totally relate to that because I do think a lot peers presence on Instagram is very special. And um, oh, you. yeah, you have a great way of telling your story, but also showing the quality as well on your website, which I think is mm-hmm. amazing. I think everyone knows that the beauty industry is not only very powerful, but also extremely competitive, especially as new media continues to change and everything. So how do you attract customers and followers? I think it happens organically. The biggest is word of mouth. Like people, they share, you know, they'll purchase and then they'll share or tax, you know, their friends or things like that. Word of mouth has been the biggest contributing factors to me like growing online like I don't have a huge huge fan base but it's definitely one of quality so I definitely appreciate like I have a a bunch of customers who own every single bottle of polish and that's like completely amazing uh to me so word of mouth is definitely the biggest so speaking of your nail polish I've always thought that like if I have like a brand of beauty cosmetics or something in that realm that the most fun part would be like picking colors and choosing the names <laughs> but what is what is your favorite aspect of of your job oh I think that is actually the hardest part really? is picking a color palette it's easy when you're like kind of looking at a bunch of polishes and you kind of going with the vibe that you want for a mani. yeah then literally picking out a palette that's appropriate appropriate for the season the trend uh, the color projections that's done for the fashion industry mm-hmm. is a lot of things that come into play when you're choosing a palette. And then a part of that, just kind of having my own personality, like through, I think you can kind of scan through the website and see that I love bright colors. Yes. So I think a part of my personality is filtering a lot of that too. Uh, I love bright. Um, if a palette doesn't make me smile, then I don't push it. I don't put it out. So every palette is almost like this warm Christmas morning feeling when you like a kid, you open up a present. That is the same. That's how I know like I've come to a final palette. So I move colors around and and kind of come up with a concept. Um, Most of the time, honestly, I come up with just the name of the collection first and then I have to build the palette within it, which is it makes it more difficult because it has to be what's in my head in which 
Um, sometimes it's difficult for people to read because they, they're not my thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll build the name like the Greco's Collection. I My mom loved Greek mythology, and I've, over the years, it's become drawn to it. So I wanted it to be mysterious and dark, but yet just kind of like have a vibe. And that's why the color palette is the way that it is. Yeah, and I was going to actually um, ask you about the Greco's collection because it is so beautiful and um i was i was gonna ask you where that inspiration came from and in, that is where it came from and in general um how do you find inspiration typically for new collections i'm from new orleans so new orleans is a place of like vibrancy and colors like houses are different colors which is really 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 bright the culture is very bright and vibrant I, when i choose a palette i try not to put i have to consider like requests and things that people want to see versus like what i'm feeling a lot of my palettes actually come from where i am emotionally um if i'm feeling like vi- like vibrant if i'm feeling like just kind of blue or you know kind of it, it really goes to the vibe that i'm feeling at the moment and it's definitely directed by emotions and that's how i come up with a lot of my collection names like greco's again and which is it started from an idea that i had because i'm intrigued by like medusa mm-hmm. um and i wanted it to be a dark very shade like a, a dark shade in which i wanted to name it medusa but i wound up changing it to venom um, and then I built a collection around this Greek mythology idea. Um, one of my favorites out of the collection is called Cycle Pumps Pumps. Yes, I love that and one. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my favorites. And Cycle Pumps in Greek mythology were actually um, angels or spirits that helped to guide you through natural, real life to the end of your life um, in the right direction. And I named that because my mom is definitely my Cycle Pump. So I gave her pumps because um, she's a, a lady, uh, such a lady. She is the the being that I feel like guides me to navigate through my journey. And that's why that polish is next. So everything has a meaning for me. Everything is associated with something. Every single polish, every single name, everything with LaPierre is definitely personal. And that's kind of one of the things that I, like, I really hold to my heart because you can't duplicate my experience. My experience in life is my experience, so nobody else can duplicate it. And that's what I love is like you can tell the collection has a story, but then also the individual names like... When, when I looked at it, I was, like, looking up what the names meant, and I was like, oh, that may, like, I can see how that would make sense, and it's just interesting yeah. how um, you have your story, but then other people can kind of apply their own thing to it, which yes. I think is pretty cool. So, living in New Orleans, obviously a huge source of inspiration. Um, mm-hmm. Do you find it to be distracting at all, the fact that there's, like, so much going on in NOLA, or do you find it kind of fuels your creativity? It definitely fuels my creativity. So, now I'm living in Atlanta. Um, New Orleans is just like who I am, like it's in my blood. There's no, I think if you're used to like, let's say like a Mardi Gras kind of theme or just like all the festivities, if you are used to it, you're kind of immune to it. So I'm not necessarily like affected by the distractions. I actually, they are part of who I am. I am the distraction. So (laughs) I love that. (laughs) You know, it's a method to the madness and it's actually poured into every idea. So I wouldn't trade being from New Orleans for any place in the world. It is such a unique and diverse place of vibrancy and culture is probably I would put the hands hands down one of the best places to be from. Yeah, I went for spring break and I actually have to thank you for um, sending over those recommendations. You're welcome. <laughs> um, it is such a special place and I don't think there's anywhere in the world like it. So the fact that you have that, yeah, you have that background <laughs> makes um, La Pierre much more special, I think. Absolutely. Um, so balancing work and life, tell me about that. How do you uh, manage your business and then everything else on your plate at the same time? 
Oh, that is a very great question. Aside from LaPierre, I have a full-time job, so I work a nine-to-five. I am a mom of three. I'm a wife. I literally, honestly, sometimes I don't know how I do it. Oh <laughs> it's gosh. the grace of, of God. Seriously, it's so much that goes on, but a lot less sleep, to be honest. Like, I'm up late filling orders. Like, I fill all my orders, every single bottle, bottle of polish before it leaves. Um, it touches. I have a home office. It touches my hands, and I like inspect every like inch of it so it leaves with a level of perfection in my own eyes um, before it goes out to a customer um, but it's difficult a lot less sleep but definitely possible when you're passionate about something and it becomes like a purpose or calling in life you don't feel like you're neglecting anything it just becomes a part of your everyday routine which I believe that God allows you to manage with resiliency I think when someone's work is fueled by passion, like you said, it doesn't feel like their time is being compromised and the results will end up speaking for themselves. Um, In terms of bringing ideas to fruition, what career advice or insight would you give to someone just starting out in in a business? One of the things, I had like a young lady reach out to me two days ago and she's 16 and she mentioned in this email, she was just trying to get ideas about creating her own brand. It was like some hair care products and One of the things she mentioned in the DM, she said that she reached out to several people and nobody responded to her message. And she was only asking for help. And she even offered me money just to even respond to her to help her. And of course, that is like a no-go for me. I think when you have people connected to people who are willing to help you move forward, I said that earlier, but that is so critical because you need the support. And sometimes it is hard. Sometimes you get discouraged. But if you literally, and I've heard celebrities, and I know it sounds like cliches, and I'm not a celebrity, but they'll say, oh, just put in the time. Like, when you put in the time, like, everything has to adjust. Um, it will. You just have to be diligent and keep at it and don't give up. The thought, like, the sky is the limit. Um, like, literally anything you put your mind to, you can make it happen. I'm a obvious witness of that. I never thought I would be at Fashion Week, and all I did was just try, um, you know, just to be out there and connect with people and really be genuine and, but at the same time, making sure I reach back and help anybody who needs any help. So um, if anybody needs any, like, have any questions, they can always DM me directly. I'm, like, such a cornball. I would, like, <laughs> actually respond. So I just believe in when you help people, the help returns. And it's happened to me. I've worked with a lot of um, people who I would have never thought that would even allow me to work with them or be in that present. You know, just kind of like a, this different society um, that I never thought that I would be privy to. So I'm super grateful and definitely willing to help anybody. But having a great support team and having people who really, truly, truly believe in you and will push you to the next level, even when you don't feel like being pushed, is vital. Yeah, that's great advice. And I thank you so much for your time. You're so very welcome. I love hearing your story and just everything about your brand. And I think a lot of people resonate with it. And um, the work you're doing with Live Strong is just amazing. Thank you so very much. Thank, I really, really appreciate you. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for your time, and I'll be speaking to you soon, hopefully. Awesome. To learn more about Brandy and LaPierre Cosmetics, you can check out our article on themadamblue.com or visit lapierrecosmetics.com. I want to give a special thank you to Brandy for sharing her story with us. One thing that she said that really stuck out to me is when she said, I am the distraction. Even though she was referring to her New Orleans background, I thought this was so fitting for her to say because distraction is what created her brand in the first place. She created this brand to distract her mom from illness and pain and replace it with joy. So I just want to thank Brandy and LaPierre Cosmetics for reminding us that distractions can be a beautiful thing. So thank you to everyone listening. 
and I hope you join us in our next Office Chats episode. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.